podcast, your boy Dane. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Hedwood. What's up, it's Jeremy. We are back, man. Episode 43, but we missing one member, man. Shout out to our bro, Chad. He's taking care of his wife before she gets back in that school system and has to take care of our children out there, man. So we hope you guys enjoy yourselves and, you know, make sure you treat her good, brother. She treat her good. Sure. Make those uh, investments. Yes, sir. There we go. There we go. QT is important. QT is important. We got a good episode for y'all, man. Uh, you know, of course, we're going to have Jeremy bring the trend, uh, the uh, tip of the week for this week. And then we're going to jump into a host of trending topics, man, because we feel like just having a little fun today. Talk about some of the stuff that's happening in the news. So without further ado, Jeremy, you ready? As ready as I'm going to be. All right, let's get it. <laughs> tip of the week. <laughs> now, mine's going to be pretty short and sweet. Uh, basically, it's going to be geared around, you know, service unto others. Um, you know, during this time, it, it, it's very difficult to to be able to to get out and 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 do things for people. And I was kind of reevaluating my situation during this whole time, and I've just been, you know, at home, uh, getting out a little bit by going to the gym and stuff like that. But I was really thinking, I was like, man, you know what? This will be a prime opportunity. You know, people are struggling right now; they're unable to do things. Uh, it, it'd be a great idea to to go ahead and you know. Do do something do something nice for somebody, or or take care of somebody. So you know, I, I challenge all y'all this week to, you know, whether it be an elderly person, you know, if if you know an elderly person, go and and maybe help them with their yard work. Uh, maybe go to the grocery store for them. Um, you know, just talk to them, reach out to them. It could be a grandparent, anybody. Just talk to them and, and and just let them know that you're thinking about them because I think I think they're the ones that are are struggling the most as of right now. And, and they are alone the most because they can't have a whole lot of people around them. They can't have contact uh, that they're accustomed to. Uh, but no, I just, it's just geared around service unto others. Just, just, just do what you can for people. And I know people are struggling financially. Now I'm not saying to go ahead and, you know, pay people's bills and give people money and stuff like that. But I mean, if, if you do have the means to help somebody, I would say go ahead and do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's just, hey, just do do right by people. And that's, that's, that's up, my message man. for the day. Absolutely. That's what's up, man. That random act of kindness, you never know what it does for somebody at the end of the day. And then, of course, always keep that mantra of pay it forward. So if somebody did something nice for me, of course, I'm obligated to do something nice um, and also want to have that altruistic spirit. Uh, spirit too at the same time so that's dope man i know that you're uh doing that volunteer program um that you were telling me about so i think that's that's real dope to help out the elderly people so. yeah i'm excited about that man i really am hey, they got back with you yet on that yeah yeah i interviewed well not interviewed but i, I facetime uh the coordinator today and she's going to assign me to a buddy so from there i'll be dealing with her and hopefully be able to talk to her and help her whatever she needs. So I'm, I'm excited. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Now she tried to hit on you. You just say no. Okay. Hey, it depends. It depends on how old she is, man. <laughs> 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 I can't, I can't mess with anything over 70. <laughs> yeah. Save it through Tiger. Trying to break her. <laughs> Cougar. She's 70. You trying to break her. <laughs> Yeah, you're trying to get these hips replaced. Great, watch out now. 
Well, hey, man, before we get started deep in the trending topics, man, I want to say uh, rest in peace to Herman Cain. We just found out he uh, passed away today. And though I don't agree with his political views on a may in a major way, you know, that is another black brother that we've lost. And um, I can't discredit, you know, the uh, contributions that he's made to the United States in regards to being the godfather of pizza and some of the jobs that he's provided to um, the African-American community, primarily in Atlanta. So I um, certainly want to give out condolences to him and his family uh, during this time. Unfortunately, he died due to COVID. Um, it just goes to show, man, it's real out here. And you got to be vigilant about your health and and what you're doing out there. And make sure that you're taking the necessary precautions when you're out, you know, and about and stuff like that. So rest in peace, Herman McCain. Uh, man, you real nicer than you nicer than me, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nicer than me, man. Uh, yeah. Circumstances that in, in which he died, um, with talking shit, you know, talking about the Ron ain't real, yeah, and that he ain't gonna wear no mask, and that boy went to that Trump rally, and yep, I saw that. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. Uh, feeling feeling bad. Finding mean, sympathy, yeah. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't want nobody to die. Um, and I noticed Mr. Trump hasn't said anything, not to my knowledge, uh, yet. And I don't know if he is, honestly. But regardless, uh, somebody lost their father in that regard. Somebody lost their brother. So in that regard, you know, a black Republican is not my enemy. They just, they just, what's the word? They just. <laughs> <laughs> Some, yeah, of the, I, some of the conclusions, they just—I just be like, my, you still my brother. You my brother. Yeah, I can't help but I can't help but say that I felt like he was cooning. You know, just keeping it real. This is the YNU podcast. Two thousand. I learned. I learned. I learned a little bit of. I listened to a video before the show just to kind of make sure I was touched up, and you know, he was out trying to. Uh, he was like fighting for corporate tax cuts and things like this, and yeah. I'm like. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I just be wondering, like, brother, like, how does that help us, you know? And uh, I, I get the black conservative idea of don't be a victim and that we can do as much as we want to in this country if we mm-hmm. just pull up, you know, if we do certain things. I believe that to a certain extent. But two things can be true, you know what I mean? And so when you find a black conservative you know the Republicans, they love them. Love it. They put on oh, yeah. front street. Front street. That's a showpiece. That's like a oh. trophy wife damn near. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, rest in peace to that man. And, uh, yeah, man. You know, I, I was talking to somebody, and it, this ain't funny, but it kind of was funny. And that's uh, <laughs> what they heard about Herman Cain. They're like, yeah, like, guess he don't have to worry about the rent being too damn high now. Cause you know he had that. that. <laughs> I was like, damn, that, that's too soon. That's just kind of messed up. But uh, no, it's, it's it's sad to see somebody go. Uh, but the circumstances are unfortunate. But why did he put himself in those circumstances? Um, you know, I, I wish brother didn't die. But I mean. Yeah, in such a stubborn way, because like a lot of these politicians are starting to catch it now. You see um, that. Uh, uh, Republican House Representative Goldman. He's an old, older white guy, bald white guy, real country. He's actually a representative for Texas, if I'm not mistaken. And he just caught COVID. Oh, really? 
Yeah, and he was like blatant, like I'm not wearing a mask. He said something about I may have touched the outside of the mask and COVID was on my hands, and I guess that's how I caught it. I'm like, man, you don't get out of here with that bullshit. But Her- Herman had cancer though previously. That was like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like you you had cancer, bro. Like what, what you doing? That's the dangers of it. These people don't believe it. A lot of people don't believe it for, for reasons I don't know. You know, it <sighs> Yeah, it's tough, man. It's, 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 it really don't affect. It don't affect me to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, do the do the mask or to do the uh, what do you call it? I mean, it don't it don't hurt me. You know, what I'm yeah. saying, why play with? Why play with that, man? Um, I don't really get it. You know. Yeah, just like that. Uh, that doctor said he was like, he said, man, I wear a mask uh, seven days a week, twelve hours a day. If I could do that, you could do it. <laughs> and if it may, if it mean me getting us back to normal, man. But it goes to show, just like Trump uh, showed our philosophy of what we really are, COVID really also showed us because you know other countries were. We, it shows how selfish we are, yeah. And how we don't give a damn about nobody but ourselves, and especially when something inconveniences us. Because here was a great time for us as a nation to do something for others. And we failed bad. We failed yeah. bad because something in one state may affect the other state. And the government, man, they just dropped the ball. But we, that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, man, we did a, we did a bad job, man. I really want to uh, learn like what other countries that had it bad, like Italy and stuff like that. And, and um, China, I wonder what they're doing for school in the fall. I wanted to know that. I need to look that up. Yeah, all right, that's a that's a good segue. I actually wanted to bring that up, man. So yeah, we're starting to get to the reality of the situation about school starting back up. And I know, hey, Will, your daughter's a kindergartner, and the same as mine, my boy Mason. And now we're at the crossroads of whether or not we want him to even go to school. Like this week, I've been, you know, looking at, you know, family pods I could get in on with some families. And then also I've actually looked at a tutor. We might actually go that route. Um, there's this uh, place called Varsity Tutors where I can... Question, why, why would you do a tutor if the, if the, if the teacher is going to give you the same lesson that you don't have to pay for? If, is it, well, is it, if, it's, yeah. if it's recorded, I say, I feel you. If, if, I'm sorry. Because once the teachers go back, they're going to be real. It's going to be real like a Zoom like this, right, Dan? But right. when they start going back to, to the classroom, it's going to go recorded because they can't teach the lesson and give the lesson to the people who stand at home. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if, it's, if the varsity is live, I can understand. But I feel like a lot of people may be paying for a recording, and I'm like, public school is going to give you a recording for free. Yeah. So y'all just be careful. If you're gonna pay for if you're gonna pay for something, pay for real interaction. So you yeah. can be like, hey Mason, hey, you know, talk to him like that. Don't be paying all this money for no recording because the public yeah, yeah. public teacher gonna do that. Well, the program, the way it's set up, it was like 10 hours a week uh in a group setting and mm. then five hours a week of um personal one-on-one time. Okay, okay. With Mason. But the only reason why I'm even considering is because there's a likelihood that after three weeks, Mason's gonna have to go to school. And I don't, I don't want him to go to school. That's just mm-hmm. plain and simple. I don't want him to be in the classroom because I don't know what that looks like. Hell, these schools don't even know what it look, what they look like. They I haven't even put out their plans yet. I can't, I can't see it happen. 
I mean, especially with the spike in Florida. Did y'all see that with the spike with kids in Florida? No, I haven't seen it. In, in eight days, they had a spike of uh, corona cases in children that was up like 34%. And then hospitalizations were up 23% in the span of eight days with, with kids. Wow. And they want to open up school. Yeah, Bro, we close down school when it's like five inches of rain, five inches of snow. Not even inches. And we talking about going. That's a good ass point. <laughs> People be laughing at us how we close down schools. But I ain't sending my baby. Um, not until I feel like it's a go. So that that minimum gonna be October. I'll look at it, I'll think about it. But uh, I mean, let's be honest, the case is gonna skyrocket like a motherfucker in, in yeah. September. Oh. And then I'm gonna be like, oh. Never mind. Two, 2021, I'll consider it. But yeah, let's be let's let's be real. It's not gonna be bad at my school, but I don't know what five A schools gonna. I mean, I don't know how you do that, dog. And I, I feel for them because what are you supposed to do, y'all? You know what I'm saying? My baby can stay with the teacher all day because they they're just doing basic subjects. What you know? These teachers who teach geography, they can't. You know, you got to go to different teachers. To learn, yeah. so you're, you're, you're actually number... getting a, a thorough lesson plan. For yeah, and you... different subjects. That's wild, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's just gonna be tough. It's something that I've been looking at. I can't lie to you, man. I'm I'm willing to shell out that money right now the way it's looking, but we'll see. Hopefully, we don't have to go back in. So, some craziness, man. Well, I got to get into it, man. Hey, well, you got me in some trouble, man, with that Jewish book, bro. <laughs> I seen that shit. I laughed at that comment, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even open the book. You didn't even open the book. What, what happened? Yeah, yeah, so if you don't know what we're talking about, I purchased uh, the Jewish Phenomenon, Seven Secrets, uh, not necessarily Seven Secrets, but uh, Seven Ways to, of the Enduring Wealth of that Culture Community, um, as, as far as the Jewish culture is concerned. You know, From I put a Jewish it up, author. Yeah, from a Jewish author, and I, I placed it, I posted it on Facebook, and I put on there, I was like, look, I don't want no smoke, I just want the game, but of See, course. See, he even said that, he shouldn't even have to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I already knew when I put it up, but I guess I'm asking for it, too, at the same time, by placing it on there, but I'm like, people just start jumping on it automatically, like, this is a like this is an abomination. Why, why would somebody even write a book like this? And I was like, well, you probably want to read it first before you start making a judgment on it because the book actually like champions the culture like in a in a way that I hadn't seen before. It also provides a history lesson too in relation yes. to the Jewish religion and the culture. So I was just like, yeah, you might want to read it first before you start passing judgment on it. And my point was is like we always say you never judge a book by its cover. Sometimes you got to put the medicine in the candy in order for somebody to pick it up. It's marketing. I get it. But I mean I, I get it now, man. That Jewish culture ain't playing. I'd, I'd rather, you know, pay that price now. Well, they sensitive as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I say that. Shit. I say that. Them boys, bro. Think, think critically, y'all. Come on, dog. Like, come on now. I can, you know, there are things you can say about black people without being a stereotype or or being ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. let's not be, you know, and let's not place anybody's struggle over another people's struggle or act like. You know what I'm saying? You're so elite that you're uh, devoid of any type of, I ain't want to say criticism because you crack open the book. He's literally saying that if y'all know the other book, Millionaire Next Door, and there were some other books that are going on, and it's just like the facts are Jewish people represent a high proportion of America who are doing very well 
financially. Yep. And it's only natural for us to want to learn how. If anything, you should take it as a compliment. Exactly. And so I try not to pay no attention to it, even though that shit irks the shit out of me, Dan, but you know, that's water under the bridge. You I know knew it would. <laughs> I knew it would. I was like, I, I bet Haywood's in this just like shaking his head, but yeah, yeah no, it's it, it's definitely serving. I've only read like the first uh the first chapter in the introduction of the book, but so far for what I've read, it's been you know, eye-opening for me and stuff that I didn't even know about the culture altogether. So, I mean, I see it as a as a badge of honor for him. And yeah, you should be happy yeah. that I'm wanting to learn about it and, and know about your religion and culture. So, Yeah, a little thing I got pulled up, say 40, 40% of, uh, of the top 40 of the Forbes, uh, richest 400 Americans are Jewish. One-third of American multimillionaires are Jewish. 20 20% of professors at leading universities are Jewish. 40% of partners in leading law firms in New York and Washington are Jewish. 30% of American Nobel Prize winners in science and 25% of Nobel Prize, American Nobel Prize winners are Jewish. So, I mean, like, those are facts. I don't care what you, how you can feel about it. <laughs> those are facts. So it's like, you know, like, that's a compliment, man. And so we definitely, when we finish it down, I need to reread it. I definitely think we need to purpose an episode with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, the wheels were already spinning when I was reading it last night. I was like, oh, I can highlight this. This could be a good topic point to, you know, kind of bring back to the people and stuff like that too. And that's the goal with that book. I, I definitely want to take it in and then, you know, feed it to our people um, as much as possible. And that was my sole purpose of even posting it last night. It's just like, look, hey, I got put on game on this book trying to put you on game, you should probably cop it too at the same time. No doubt. Good job picking that up, man. Good job. Yeah, man. I appreciate that look. Appreciate that look. What y'all think about Trump, man? He want to postpone the election. Man, said he want to push, said he want to push it back because of COVID. He don't he want to make sure everybody's safe. He want to make sure he lose for real instead of losing <laughs> <the bed. laughs> <laughs> this is a crazy shit I heard. I was like, man, this dude here, he's trying to throw everything up against the wall, bro. Stay in that office. Oh, so he used the excuse of, of being safe or he used the excuse of uh no. oh, the, oh, okay. the irony the irony, Jeremy, he like, yo, y'all can open the schools, but he like, y'all can't go vote. Yeah, what is <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. People don't even look at that. They just like it, it's it's. Oh my god, man! This country is ridiculous. It's crazy. Go to school, but it's dangerous to go vote, and we should push it back. That don't even make no sense, bro. If we talk about this group, it don't. I swear, you used to be sitting at the house like, <laughs> what is this dude talking about, man? Low-key, if he was a real leader, low-key, I would have, like, yo, y'all push back school to October. October, first of all, y'all keep working on y'all game plan, y'all condense everything, and 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 then governors, y'all got, like, I would have did that shit in May. I mean, in May when that shit spiked up again, I'd be like, yo, we not doing this right now. Yeah. He fucked it up. He fucked himself up. So. And the crazy thing about it, I feel like we're going to really have to, like, take him out of office, like, physically. Take him out all. People been saying that. You think he gonna squat? Man, I think nah, he ain't he got too much pride to do that. I don't think man, dude, this dude is doing so much flagrant stuff, bro. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Man, he really gonna be 
he's so sensitive. Like, I'm trying to think like the excuses he gonna come up with and who he gonna blame of how he lost. He gonna talk about rigged election and and then his supporters are gonna be like, this shit is rigged and they gonna sh- automatically shit on Biden. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything he do. Well, check how fragile his ego is, man. So Dr. Fauci threw a pitch in the damn dugout and he got so jealous that he went, <laughs> he got so jealous that he went out and said he was going to throw a pitch for the Yankees and he didn't even have anything set up with the New York Yankees. Oh, that boy threw a terrible pitch. I seen that shit. God damn. damn. <laughs> I said, that's a hell of a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was terrible. Realize how old Fauci was. <laughs> man. Yeah, he he old, doing, man. He been doing it a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man, that's uh I think he would that would take like literally like some executive, I don't say executive, it would take like some act of like Congress or something like that to make that happen. Like you have to literally oh, yeah. change the law on in like the constitution or some shit. Like it was it's that's not easy what he's what he's talking about. Yeah, he Especially, can't as far as changing the election, he can't do that. It's, it's to act of Congress in order for him to right. for the election to be changed. Yes. So. Right. And the house is run by Democrats, so it's not gonna happen. It's just, it's just funny to like, you know, hear the 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 jumping back and forth where you can go to school but you can't vote. I'm like, come on, bro, stop playing, man. This is ridiculous, man, <laughs> man. Well, I guess it's fitting. I guess it's even fitting to, uh, to talk about this next, man. What about these uh these fake doctors that are coming out, man, and saying that hydroxychloroquine and Zinc and another treatment is the cure for coronavirus, man. I saw so many people repost this. It's ridiculous, man. Why? No, the president. The president did it, though, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I kind of expect the president, though, to do that. I seen people on my timeline doing it. People, influencers on my Instagram reposting me. I'm like, bro, yeah. I think you should make sure that's right before you do that. I'm talking about these like, people that I bars. Know, yeah. Chakra bars, like, dude, you got too many followers to be doing that shit, bro. Like, you can't, you can't do that. If you got seven hundred thousand followers, some shit like that, like, you can't do that. And uh, I, like Dame said, I already was skeptical because that bright part, bright beat, bar, yeah, that bright bar beat. A lot of people forget about the alt right. We ain't said that in a long time. The alt right, uh, and them boys. Um, ultra conservative, you know what I'm saying? Anti white supremacist type people. That's their network, like the OAN type network mm-hmm. type shit. You know what I'm saying? So, anytime this shit was coming, I'll, let me just chill on it. If it's true, it'll come out. And if not, I already knew people's about to be back background checking that girl, that woman. Oh yeah. As soon as it's I saw that up. white boy, I was like, oh, this is cap. Nah, man. <laughs> did you watch it? Did you watch it, Jeremy? Did you see anything on it? I, I saw, I saw clips on it, but it's, it's just ridiculous, man. And I, I, I still cannot believe that the president of the United States retweeted that. Jeremy, what crazy? I saw people on my timeline was like, "Yo, I don't, I don't care if it's not right. You shouldn't take it down." And I was like. <laughs> uh, then you're like censorship. This is socialism, communism, and I'm just like, bro, people could die. Yeah, it's an issue of public health. You can't get mad at Facebook on one hand for allowing everything, allow, allowing the motherfuckers to hack the go hack the government election and everything like that. And, and first of all, private uh, Facebook is a private owned company, so they can do what they want to do. First of all, but 
even that said, saying they're so big, Amazon, all these big companies are so big. And then when they actually, my boy Larry actually works on in a department. I don't think he does all of the stuff that takes stuff down, but if somebody goes live and they like doing some crazy shit, like trying to shoot somebody or like suicide, like he the people take that shit down. You know what I'm saying? And so like Facebook be really trying and that's a hard thing to do. Um, But I commend them for, for doing that. A lot of people not liking that, but I feel like you have a responsibility to the people, especially when the wrong information can literally people can die. Yeah, they call themselves the white coats on the front line. Let me look at this organization and see if this is a reputable oh, organization. And I looked at the bright bar, I was like, man, this shit here is ridiculous. And then come to find out the person that they put up there, which happens to be a black woman, sadly, <laughs> gets up there and, and come to find out you do more research on her. She's talking about, you know, if you have sex outside of marriage, then uh, demons in the room at the same time. Or if you get a cyst, it's because you had sex with a demon or a witch. I'm like, oh, my God. Some crazy shit, yeah. Did y'all see that picture of her, of her clinic? No, no, no I ain't see it. Ain't <laughs> it. It's raggedy or what? I'm so looking for it tonight. <laughs> it looked like, no, nah, it looked like, man, I don't know if y'all know it. Also, it looked like it was in Capitol Plaza or something. It just looked, <laughs> it looked like it was, it, okay, think about what a shopping center would look like next to a fiesta market. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It looked like it was in one of them. You know what I'm saying? Had it like a sign, not a real sign, like a banner sign. Man, come on, bro. It was it was it was bad. Is she from Texas? Yeah, she's in Katy, I well, believe. She lived in Houston, but she I think she was from Nigeria. Oh yeah, but, she uh, definitely from somewhere else. What's crazy <laughs> if I saw if I saw people saying, I saw people saying, these white people now. They were like, um left media saying we should have more black voices. Left media also takes down black women speaking. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's frustrating, man. You just like, oh my god, what does that have to do? Ridiculous. Like they don't even, they don't even. Where do I start with that? Like it's just so dumb. You should be like, stop, god mm. dang, man, it's ridiculous. White, man. You know what I'm saying? People was like, yo, man, you shouldn't be censoring people, and even if it's not true, you you can't. It's the First Amendment, and I'm just like. Man, we are on different pages of the book. Yeah, what if somebody actually go out and get hydroxychloroquine on the black market and start taking that shit? People start dying. Then Which guarantee what sure is happening right now? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hell, there's people drinking bleach cool. and trying yeah. to drink shit after Trump said that stupid shit. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just come on, man. Is good. It's just bad. keep it with the facts, man. Just keep it with the facts. And then I made a point, like, I put up on my page, I was like, well, this Breitbart shit done grew a lot of legs, man. And mm-hmm. I was like, now, if this is true, if this was truly true, Trump would have those people in his cabinet or part of that task force to get them out, to get this out in mass scale. Do you think he wants to uh, ruin his economy? At this point right now, he's up for re-election. It's like, if he knew he had a cure out there, he's going to bring them up to the front lines. Because he doesn't oh, yeah. want the economy to fail. It's like y'all use common sense, man. Don't don't just fall for the okie doke, man. These are talking points, and uh, of course, you know the Fox News of the world, the OANs, Breitbart's. They gonna pick that stuff up and take that ball and run with it. Especially got a black woman. I ain't seen nobody else that was talking at that uh, uh, that mock press conference. Only person I've seen is that Nigerian woman. 
And it's it's okay to invalidate that because she's a black woman. Ain't no justice, no <laughs> It's so frustrating, y'all. We live in dangerous times, man. Like people was more worried about censorship. And I get some I I, I get that. Yeah. Right. It's a valid argument. It this, is. This is this this Facebook, y'all. This is not Facebook can do what they want to do. Government does not own Facebook. Yeah. Facebook want to have certain rules about information, they can do that. If they want to take away, as much as I didn't like it, they want to take off Farrakhan, they can do that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, but people in the, in the conservative push of fear and the big blue wave coming, so like, man, y'all, like this. They don't know what to do with so, themselves. Man. <clears throat> it's scary, man. They don't know what to do with themselves. Well, let's pivot a little bit, man. Um, I want to talk about T.I. and the reparations. Uh, Jeremy, you had all the, uh, the information that T.I. had in regards to what was uh, going to be provided in his reparations plan. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting because he was on uh, Roland Martin's uh, show. I've actually yeah. been watching that <clears throat> quite often lately. And he had a, a proposal. And uh, the first thing his proposal was 10% ownership of uh, Lloyd's of London. Uh, that insurance company. Um, I don't necessarily know how that would work. And then he he said that that we should get a group of uh, executives and stuff to be able to to delegate and figure out how everybody would get that that money. But that company is is worth I think about fifty six billion. Um, I don't know how that would work with the ten percent ownership. And I saw they had like uh, net profits of uh, three million in twenty nineteen. So how that would be distributed uh, to us, I have no idea. Because what, there's about 44 million, what, black people in the United States? Yeah, right at. Why this company, I'm confused, why is this company, why he say this company? What does this company have to do with black people? Uh, because of, uh, yeah, go ahead, you got it. Because what they, what they did was they insured um, slave ships, like the cargo on the slave ships back in the day. So, you know, they would reimburse them for, you know. They actually come to it too. Yeah, they, yeah, they so passed or whatever, so. they would they they would pay him back and stuff like that. So that that's the issue that he has with it. And that's why he, he thinks that they need to be held accountable. Yeah, and essentially that. he was like, if you guys are able to cop to the mistakes of your past, then you should be able to atone for those mistakes and provide reparations and uh to that effect too at the same time. Because of course this country was built off the backs of slaves and off the backs right. of people. So I mean it's only right. I don't like Jeremy. So I don't know what that looks like, but you know, I, I mean, just thinking out loud and, and and thinking of ideas, I think they should earmark some funds for you know, um, people to actually come in and do like a no interest not loan with them or something like that. Something right. they're not really losing revenue, you know, but they can extend that out to the African American community. Yeah, but if, if we're talking about you know the the profits uh, being delegated to black people, I mean that shit ain't is basically nothing, you know, once it gets spread out to all the black people out there. So I, I, I don't necessarily, I don't understand that aspect of it. And then he also said that he wanted at least uh, one black person on all the boards. Uh, so he wanted diversity. And then he also brought up that, uh, that we should get a million dollar loan with 1% interest for the next 200 years. I'm down there. We'll get a one million loan. You, you're able, any, any, anybody can get a $1 million or one-time $1 million loan. I don't like his plan. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it either. 
and it don't sound reasonable. And again, I've done some research on this. You're really not going to get America. You're really not going to get them to give you anything, probably. But if you did, you're only going to get them in something if they violated their own rules. And so the only time they violated their rules is when they banished slave trade in the 1810s, 1812s, and they continued to bring slave ships over. That's because they're going to argue and say it was okay in the Constitution. It was the law of the land. So at least you can get them breaking their own law. So I feel like we'd be, we be bringing the wrong table, the wrong uh, case presenting the wrong case that you violated your own constitution. That's a totally different argument than trying to just be like slavery as a whole. Right. And, and, you know, like we talked about, Dane talking about some of the things of the benefits. Man, I'm studying this real estate shit and I'm like, dang, shit, it's so much. I'm learning about these VA loans. I'm learning about these benefits. Yo, man, like, it's, you didn't got to give us a dime. Sorry. You don't have to give us a check, but you can subsidize and incentivize higher education low interest loans, business and education, uh, debt forgiveness, and we'd be fine. Shit, I wouldn't. Yeah. Better eye on none of that stuff. Yeah, and I give me a floor. Man, bro. Uh, give us low, low interest, uh, you know, 20, 20% down on a house. Uh, low interest, um, you know, certain, certain a big-ass grant, like $10,000 pale grants going out, uh, but free community college. I think that's something to do. Free community college, if you want to do that, if you want to go four-year school, would we'll give you a certain Pell Grant. Man, all this stuff, I feel like we, I don't know, are people actually presenting these things? Or we just be like, we want reparations. <clears throat> just you want know, reparations. I, I haven't heard anything in regards to Because if like, you don't have no real boom, 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 then I feel like it's not going to happen. But, but um, Biden supposedly has presented some new black and brown initiatives of redirecting some funds. I want to say he said thirty million to like um, thirty million don't sound like that much. Yeah, that's not no, that's not. Uh, but he 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 trying. I gotta get this man some pride. And and in comparison to to the orange man, it's yeah. not even. Yeah, it's not even close. It's night and day with them. Get this man up out of here, man. And at least I feel like he's sometimes responsible, responsive to what the people are saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like like you know he went. I mean hell, he went on Charlemagne. He went and he didn't have to do that. And so yeah. Yeah, you know he was losing. He was losing ground with the black vote. I kind of mm-hmm. still feel like he is, though. At, at some <clears throat> at some point, like as far as the black vote is concerned, a lot, I'm hearing a lot of distinction. Like everybody's kind of <clears throat> like disenfranchised with the. I want y'all help. I want y'all can help me with this little project. I want to create a little video project about uh, like a satire piece and do my part as a video maker uh, for the election. And I want to create a a piece like a satire, like a skit, like. Are you a political blank? I want to give it a name of somebody, right? Who's like, does the common bullshit like thinking that goes with election like the? It doesn't matter. Uh, lesser of two evils, people. Oh or, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Or the the uh, we was Democrat. You know what I'm saying. The the woke the woke woker who the person who's like you <laughs> we know used to I'm be saying? Republicans. Yeah, you know, rights I want to make it funny, but I want to educate people, you know what I'm saying? So I'm working on a little script uh, of that. I'm probably like define like three people and, and they have to like the little skit and have them acting it out and then like educate them on it. So I'm excited with that, man. So, yeah, I'm yeah. down with it. All right. Cool. <laughs> come in, bro. <laughs> 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 
to your horn a little bit too hard there, Jeremy. Nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what's up, man. I mean, at least, I think the biggest thing for me is just the conversation is there. The reparation conversation hadn't died. But I, it does need to be focused and, and geared towards, you know, at least providing a floor, like Haywood said, just so we can, you know, get to a point where we can pull ourselves up by our bootstraps that, quote, unquote, y'all want us to do. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Hey, anybody uh, checked out Master P's documentary last night? Yeah, I, I, watched, I watched both of them last night. I ain't got cable, bro. Man, how I'm going to see it? Man, I didn't even know it was it was airing last night until Chad said something. I said, oh, shoot. Hit that record button. Well, <laughs> good, man. Did you watch I that? Send it to me. Dang, man. I, I'm watching yo, it. I look up to Master. I've been looking up to Master like forever, bro. And I look, I, I can't. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to have to maybe tell my mama the TV. I don't think on TV shit. We, uh, maybe it's on. <laughs> is it on demand, Jeremy? Uh, it might be. Let me check. If it is or whatever, you know, I, I, I'll find a way you can watch it on my uh, on my spectrum. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and watch it. We'll hook it up. We'll hook it yeah, up. Yeah, man. Hook it up. Hook it up. How's the episode, dog? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, how much more of it is it? How many more weeks is it? It's, uh, a five it's, part, it's six it? total. Oh, it's six. five. It's five. Six. No, this it is might be right. six. Yeah. Yo, you can't tell me that man biopic won't be live. Come on. Oh, bro, man. and now and they coming out with DMX and Rough Riders too. What? Biopic for that documentary. Yeah. Biopic for them. Man, I'm surprised Master P. Master P had talked about his shit was coming out, or at least I thought he said he was working on it. But he has a fantastic story, and it incorporates so many other celebrities. Like it's Rags the Riches story. Like it checks off all the boxes, man. Like he got. I don't think Romeo is, would play P, but um. Based on what he said, he had really thought it out already, and I would love to see that. And DMX too. Yep. DMX would wrap you back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah, that DMX, DMX story would be a tragedy, man. Yeah, yeah. DMX is one of the only rappers to be able to uh, go platinum two times in a year. That shit crazy. Yeah. But dropping like January and December, both went platinum. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I was cool to get a get an insight on how uh, No Limit got started because I had no idea. $10,000 insurance, baby. $10,000. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's not now even they were putting out. They were putting out hits, man. I remember them albums coming out back to back to back. Like Mia X, yeah. Fiend, Kane and Abel, Mystical, uh, Snoop, all of them, man. That, but in the beginning, it sounded they was putting out a whole lot of bullshit, though. <laughs> 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 in the beginning, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> hey, he stuck oh, with it, though, man. That's yeah. what's up. Boy had a distribution deal, man. Yeah, distribution about the numbers. Was brilliant. That boy was making so much money. Bro, he said eighty-five. He said he went in eighty-five, fifteen, and then they renegotiated uh, eighty-twenty. Did they talk about the the lawyer and how much he paid for the lawyer? Yeah, yeah, Michael Jackson's lawyer. Man, that boy brilliant. See, look, I know, look, I know a lot of stuff, yeah, but I didn't say yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. But, because I've listened to some interviews of him, but no, nah, that man's brilliant. Yeah, it, he's like the quintessential, you know, entrepreneur, man. I know a lot of people talk about, you know, Jay-Z's and the Diddy's and, you know, Dr. Dre's of the world. But Master P, man, he came in like a lightning rod. And it was just like out of nowhere, too, you know, with the whole and no limits. South too? Man, he really put Louisiana on his back, man. I heard his noodles go hard. Oh, the uh the ramen, uh, the ramen noodle. 
I, he was getting a lot of flack about that too. I heard he was getting a lot of backlash behind that because of like the sodium in it and stuff like that. It's like you you producing a product that's killing our people. Man, like, man, y'all gonna go over there and eat that other shit. You might as well eat mine. <laughs> that's, that's so dope. I know them things is cheap. I know they cheap to make, but it's so dope though because uh, if if you're right though, if it's if it's uh, I don't know these regular um, products. First of all, it's the, the shelf life. Think about the shelf life. How good that the noodles is good on the shelf oh, forever, yeah. right? Damn near forever. Damn near your lifetime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, like uh, you start if you have a, all kind of dry goods and you got Master P right there, and I got rice aroni. I'm going with P every time, bro. I'm going Where with they P. sell them at? Where they sell them at? <laughs> I'm gonna you find know? some. I'm gonna get some. <laughs> he already been doing it with the rap snacks. Oh man, I saw that. Uh, I saw that at uh, Walmart. Yeah, he's the one that started that. He the one done it with the with the rappers on the chip bag. Boozy yeah, and all them on there. That was him. Let me verify. I want to say that's him, dog. Rap snacks. Rap I snacks. saw that. That shit looked crazy when I first. <laughs> when I hey, first saw it. Hey, well, do you know where he got started at when he started rapping? No, it was in Richmond, dog. He's from the Bay. He started in the Bay. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, he started in Cali. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, and you know what? What? Oh, I'm a backtrack on that. He's not the owner of Raps now. I feel like he's somewhere affiliated. Maybe he has a bag of chips. He may have a. a but I, one thing I do want to say in a big lesson for that, and and it echoes in, uh, I think what's so important is proximity and geography is so important to success. Yeah. And the, the truth is, if Pete never went to Cali, he would never be who he is right now. And that's fact. And I feel like you got to get close to the money. I always remember, I don't know who told me that. He's like, you got to get close to the money in order to make the money. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, who close to the money? The person doing the finances or the janitor? You know what I'm saying? The person who got to control, you know, the principal of the school who make the most money, the principal, you got to say where the money go. You know what I'm saying? You got to do the budget. And so being close to the money or being close to the people with the money is so important. And you just reap so many benefits of that. So I commend anybody who uproots their life. And sometimes that's what people need to do. Jeremy, I don't know if you would have stayed in Victoria. I mean, I don't know what you would be right now, bro. You imagine I stayed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, there you go, Pittsburgh, bro. Let's be honest. The people y'all know y'all went to high school, let's keep it a book. And not even saying, even if they didn't go to college. I mean, what are they doing right now? I mean, yeah, being in, I couldn't be in my hometown, bro. I just, I just leave it at that. I'm, I'm fortunate to have gotten out, and I got out when I was 16, so I was able to go to Nacogdoches, and I saw a little bit. It wasn't that much better. It was still like a country ride, but the college, Stephen F. Austin was right there in the middle of it, so that was like, oh, it's, it must be something bigger than this. So that's how I ended up at Texas State, but. Yeah, man, I I would not be in a position that I'm in right now if, if I just stayed in that in that uh, in that area because I didn't know nothing. It was it was just shocking, you know, coming into a whole new environment and having Austin like right there, and then I moved to Dallas and stuff like that. And I can honestly say you're a product of your environment and who you surround yourself with because if it wasn't for the people that I've met and things that I've seen. You know, tell me nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. No 
No so what's going on, what's going on in, in Victoria? Ain't, ain't too much popping. Uh, I got a red lobster friends. when I went that one time. Y'all had you said what? I had that red lobster that one time when I went. That's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I said you it up. We, we got a mall. We got a zoo. What no, are y'all known for? Our mall and our zoo, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we ain't known for it. We just got the shit. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, you talking like this mall of America. <laughs> <laughs> we got an overpass, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all that shit. But uh, nah, if, if I would have stayed in Victoria, I probably would have worked at the plant, probably, to be honest. Is that like a uh, food processing plant? Yeah, What's no, uh, Al- Alcoa. It, it, it's in the outskirts. Uh, it's not actually in Victoria. Is that aluminum? What's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Man, they shut down that aluminum plant in uh, Rockdale, and that shit like a ghost town. So them boys who shut down the plants in them little, little towns, man, when they shut them the hoes down, that shit oh, get man. ugly. It get yeah. ugly. That town suffers, yeah. Yeah. So. That's crazy, man. Now, hey, I, I, I want to shout you out, man. I forgot, man. Hashtags and halos, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Great job. Great yeah. job on that, bro. That was, that was dope, oh, video? man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was video inspired, now. That was a dope documentary, man. Actually, uh, Tracy and I, we drove by the mural last night. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah, to go check it out. Um, it's dope, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on uh, East 5th Street and 35. 4th, 4th and 35. 4th, 4th and 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there. It was a dope mural, man. So, if you guys haven't checked out Hashtags and Halos, you definitely got to check that out, man. I, uh, what's the main platform it's on? I've been leaving it on Vimeo because they don't uh they don't uh compress the look of it, keep it high quality. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we can put that in the show notes, man. Uh definitely what it what it really has done, uh Dame and Jeremy, it has it reminded me that you can't wait to do the things that you wanna do. I've been wanting to make documentaries, and I think you could tell based on watching yeah. it that I like those things. Like the level of detail and little things that I put into that, that I didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to tell stories that I care about. You know what I'm saying? I've been saying for the longest, I want to do a documentary on HBCU bands. And I want to do, you know, and it's like political skit. Like, this thing is encouraged me and let me know that when you when you, when you got those ideas, you need to act on them. And yeah, you, you, can, you can wait till you get money to do it, but honestly, you should be waiting. You just be waiting. Yeah, you may be waiting forever. You know what I'm saying? I did get paid to do this, and I will get gigs from it. But <clears throat> those those ideas, you really need to, I feel like, act on because we we really not here that long. I'm 33. Like, how the fuck I get 33? I'm next thing you know, I'm gonna be 43, and then I'm gonna be like, man, I still want to shoot documentaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to go do that shit. Hey, that sparked something in me, man. I actually uh, want to work with you on doing one for Pittsburgh, man. Just to kind of run through that city and and you know see the disparity between you know the African American community and the white community there too as well. Oh, big difference, man. Literally going ago. across the track, going across the track. Shut up, Jerry. Across the track, across the street, across the street. Drive through in five minutes. But now it's just like on my side of town, man, on the black side of town, you find three liquor stores less than a mile from each other, stuff like that. Man, I it's, it's things like that, you know what I'm saying, that need to be highlighted in there, in the community. So, I would love to do a documentary on DeSoto, Texas. Oh, yeah, that's a good spot, too. That's a good place. A nice little little hub of, of black excellence. A lot of, lot of very well-off, good in sports, 
you know, very safe, you know what I'm saying? And it's number, it's number one in the state for black areas. In yep. the state. And so I want to do, and I know that area because my aunt used to live there. And I saw, I spent two summers in DeSoto and I was just like in awe. I was like, God's black people all over the place. And they like not even hood, they like regular. And that's what I needed. So that's when I be thinking, are you really going to stay in Austin? I be thinking like winter time, like in like, bust a move, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe yeah. like when we start high school or may, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe I could just be like, man, I'm out dog. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And Trace and I talked about that, not just having a home in Austin, but you know, in it's the future fun. having a home just in, in different areas, you know, like having one in Dallas, have one in Houston, have one in Austin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Work on that. But hey, yeah. man, I wanted to bring up, uh, I know Jeremy saw it, but uh, I want to kind of call out VH1, man. I'm kind of shocked at some of the uh, footage that came out recently. So if you guys weren't familiar, um, Tahiri used to date Joe Budden. She's on Marriage Boot Camp, Reality oh. Stars on VH1. And um, she's on there with a, a, a rapper named Vado. I don't know a lot about him now. Haven't really heard a lot of his music, but I think he's more of an East Coast artist and has a presence in the East Coast. But they were doing a promo video and dude just jumped out of his seat and started choking to hear on the uh on the video, man. I don't know what she said to him or what, you know, what happened, but I was shocked that they even put that out as a promo video of showing domestic violence and in a promo like that, man. That's crazy. It is online. Can I see it? What you say? Yeah, you should be able to see it. Yeah, that caught me off guard because when I saw that, I said, oh, shit. I was like, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> they would air something like that. And then the crazy thing about it is like all the other men were just sitting there. Just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even say nothing. I was like, y'all just not going to, y'all going to let her get choked like this? Like The only one that, that uh, spoke up, wasn't it that, uh, what's that girl's name? I don't know. Uh, light skin chick. Was was it Hazel? Hazel E? Was that her? Hazel E. Yeah, I think that was her. Maybe it's not. It might have been. It might have been. But uh, like, yeah, the dudes won't even do. It. I'm like, come on, man. You can't have no no dude just stand straight up and start choking somebody, and ain't nobody gonna do nothing, man. Them boys must be scared of Vado. They must think Vado got them hands. Man, you can't Bro, disrespect. You... you can't disrespect a woman like that, though. Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. It's the, it was crazy, man. I was, I was actually shocked that the VH1 actually put that out. I'm like, that's like not reading the room whatsoever. I understand it that you're trying to get, you know, the views and you're trying to get more people to tune into the show, but to put domestic violence out there like that, like just straight up, that's crazy, man. And the interesting thing about that whole situation was to hear he kept talking after the fact. I was like, oh shoot. It didn't it like it didn't face her at all. I was like, that's, that's wild. I ain't even I didn't even watch it all, man. Tracy just kind of showed me a clip. I just stopped watching because I was like, man, that's that's wild. That's crazy that they would even put something like that up, man. It's just yeah, you gotta check it out to the show, bro. I might get Tracy because she she's the one that showed me the clip. I think she had it on Instagram. So I'll give her. Can never do that, man. Can never do that, man. You gotta call somebody your call your partner up. Like you gotta can never do that, bro. Yeah, this is a PSA for all the fellas, bro. If I don't care what a woman yeah. do to you, man. You Can't just gotta it. get up and go. Unfortunately, and I mean that like unfortunately, like if a mom, even if, if she hit you, you gotta go. You got if you in your house. If you in your yeah. house, you gotta because go. Because I tell you what, if my aunt, 
Well, I take that back. No, that's true. Because if, if Remy if Remy punch you and you punch her back, I'm still gonna come see. You. I'm still gonna come see. You. Even though she shouldn't have never put it. I'm gonna tell you, don't ever put your hands on me. You don't want. But if you punch my, my daughter, and she, even if she punch you, yeah, yeah, you gonna you gonna uh you gonna get them come get these two head two pieces of biscuit. <laughs> you say, yeah, you just, I you just gotta eat that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that video. That's right. I fight people. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta just let that roll, man. I told you, I told y'all that girl jawed me that one time. I was like, I got to go. I spent off ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's bad as hell, but I didn't touch it. Hurt. Man, hit me harder than any man ever did. <laughs> I, I say it a lot because I know yeah. I know some. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> oh man, I had that steering wheel like this, boy. <laughs> that boy was 10 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call the people. I was like, I gotta call my mama on this one. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what you do to her? Huh? What you do to her? Nothing. Yeah, what can you do? No, I'm saying, what do you do to make her hit you? Oh, she thought I was talking to somebody else, and I wasn't. I really wasn't, though. That's a crazy thing about it. Damn. Be like that hit? sometimes. Never? Never what? Have you ever got hit, Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, I've been hit. Like, punched in the mouth? Yeah. I've been yeah. hit. That shit hurt? Uh, it didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like I got hit, and then I, I like <laughs> I got hit, and then I flinched, and I was like, "All right, I, I need to chill out." Cause <laughs> 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 but she did like this, and you. Yeah, that was my first I was like, and, and, "What you bitch to her? You did like this, or she?" Yeah, yeah, it was just a reaction. I was like, and then I was like, "All right," and then I tried to leave, and and then they they were stopping me from leaving. And then I was like, come on, man. I was like, please, just let me leave. I was like, I'm trying to do the right thing. You've already put your hands on me already. Just please let me go. And then, and, then, and then I did this. She wouldn't let me go. I said, all right, keep playing. I'm going to call the cops. And then she, she was like, oh, oh, you need to call the cops or somebody. Yep, if you don't let me go. Yeah. Right, so we'll call the cops. Yep. Oh, we got I'm sure calling the police. I got shit to lose. I must exactly. say, dangerous. Man, I really don't want to call the police because you'd be like, well, wait, they're going to be like, wait a minute, who hit who? I she got to be like, if he hit me, yeah. I don't know who they're going to believe. They may take. That's a good point. I have to go to jail. Yeah, I'm just saying, if the cops show up, just be docile as I don't know what. Mr. Officer, whatever you want. Got my hands behind my back. I'm on my knees, yeah. legs crossed, everything. I'm just <laughs> like, I don't want no smoke. Yes. Thanks, man. That's crazy, man. Well, the last one I wanted to talk about, man, looks like uh, Meg Stallion's back out, man. I'm glad that she's doing okay. Uh, she had surgery on her feet. Looks like she got shot at both of her feet. Um, luckily, she didn't uh, break any bones or anything like that. I don't know what happened. And yeah, I feel like we got to... Part of me feel like we got a table because I want to hear the whole thing when she said. But she didn't really go in... Did and really say what happened? Did she? No, it's still like up in there. Net TMZ must be slipping, cause this story should have been out a long time ago. 
you know, TMZ, they usually get the scoop. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to even want to judge it till I know exactly what happened. And, and both on my side, I'm like, I'm like, yo, she kind of low key real nice to, to Tori, even though he shot her. Cause I feel like Megan, if she just popped off and he, and he did some fuck shit, I feel like she'd be in his ass. I feel like it. something happened, but she's not. So I'm like, I'm not trying to blame Megan. I just want to know the full story. Cause I'm just like, yo, y'all kicking it. They, they've been on social media before, like kicking it as friends. So that don't mean you can't have argument, but you know what I'm saying? Tori, what would you, what would possess you to pull out a strap with the woman? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't think you that dumb. So it's just like, I really just, it's so perplexing to me. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even gonna try to connect the dots cause it's just so, you know, outside of my realm of understanding. I didn't realize both feet got shot. That, that, yeah. that's, uh, that, now that makes things very interesting now. Because Yo, because I can see, see if you got hit one foot, I can say, oh, it's an accident. You got hit both feet? How did that happen? And she's so lucky. Yo, if you get shot in your big toe, like, people don't understand how important. Have you ever injured your big toe? Oh, that's the balance. That's the Bro, balance. you can't now walk. If she, if somebody, if that would have shot off her foot, she may have never been able to dance the same or walk exactly the same ever. Because that's how important your big toe is, bro. Like, and so... For her to get shot in both feet, but it's to miss all ligaments, man, you can't do no better than that. That's crazy, man. Well, the, the crazy thing about it for me is today I found out that, you know, it, there must be something like real or true to the story in regards to like it being a domestic dispute because they said uh, Beyonce sent her flowers and stuff like that today, uh, wishing her well. And then, um, gosh, what's that? What's this girl's name? What's on the tip of my tongue? I listen to this song all the time too. You think they was dating? They might have been. They might have been. Five eleven, he. She probably five ten, but but Tori like five two. What's her name? Uh, Kaylani. Uh, she oh, she dropped him off for that song. She dropped him off for that song. Can I? On her newest. Uh, on no, her newest she album. dropped him. I thought yeah, she, I thought she said that she was gonna leave him on. No, she said she's taking him off. At least that's what I heard today. Because hmm, I saw I saw a, a tweet that, that or tweet or Instagram post that said that she was going to leave him on and she was going to change him, uh, change it in the future, like down the line. But she's going to leave him for right now. She she just dropped the album in COVID, so she she low key still trying to make bread off that. So I can understand her wanting to get that out. Megan was also on the album too. Shout out to Baylana. She kind of low key. Uh, but yeah, I can see her removing that because she still got to make money on that shit. And if she cool with Megan, I can see that. I can see her doing that. <laughs> Shout out to Aisha for giving me Kaylani too. I forgot about it. Hey, uh, look at Wooten here on her talking about been watching Harlem Nights. Mm, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy, bro. I'm, I'm glad she okay, though. I'm a big, I'm not a big, I don't even want to say, Megan's music is not for me, but Megan from Texas. So yeah. I'm fucking, I'm rocking with Megan in terms of like, she can rap. She can actually have skill. And low-key, how she rap, her favorite rapper is Pimp C. Pimp C is my favorite rapper. That's, if you don't know anything about me, like, Pimp C is my guy. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was thinking about E-40. I was like, boy, you tripping. Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's the rapper I hate the most. Next, and then under that is Silk the Shocker. And, and listen, if you don't need, if you don't need any reason to know 
how Cold Master P is. He made millions off Silk the Shocker. That's all I gotta say. About it. Hey <laughs> man, that tough. one song he got, uh, it ain't yeah, my fault. Yeah. Man, <laughs> that's just the hit. Not his like, part. I'm like, boy, hey, he really the first rapper that was off beat. You know what I'm saying? He like, uh, what's that that one dude that be rapping these days? I be like, damn, mystical. Uh, not mystical, but sick. Shot got off beat. Oh, I can't keep up with this. She's terrible. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I hate it. Hate it still, man. That only, anyway. that only song I like, though, it ain't my fault, man. That mm-hmm. used to be a hit back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one. That right mystical. On there, man. Uh, but shout out to Megan. Hope I, I look for it. They need to red table talk this damn thing. I think I think Jada gonna gonna lay low for a little bit. Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that post that Will posted uh, about how twenty twenty is going? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. When they threw when he threw the box down on his yeah. head. That shit was so funny. <laughs> That's I'm telling you, man. That's I gotta give him kudos, man. To take something like that on the chin and keep rocking. That's that's a different type of man, bro. I hope he comes out later. And eventually he probably do another interview, talks about how he got was able to get through it. Yeah. What what he was thinking. Cause we really don't know what he's thinking. He 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 did his duty, did a short 15-minute table talk. Table talks ain't never 15 minutes, y'all. So oh, no. Nah. Oh, it's an hour, you know, two hours. So you know, it's, it's funny you say because Snoop he was on the Breakfast Club the other day, and they yeah. were talking about when he was on the Red Table talking. He was like, "Oh, they was grilling me, man, the mama, the daughter, and the sister." So you know, I had to get up back when when uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff came out. So, oh, really, Jada? <laughs> Thanks, bro. Definitely had to get her back. He said, "No, you need to sit at that table a little bit longer." <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> Well, no, man, it's been another good episode of the YNU podcast, man. We appreciate y'all uh, joining us tonight. Hey, make sure that y'all jump on and uh, conduct our survey. Uh, we definitely need that information so we can grow as a team. And also join the YNU podcast family. We reached a big milestone this week. We're over 500 members on our group. So we're moving along in the right direction. We actually uh, overachieved that. I was looking for 500. We're at 522. Oh, nice. 522. So yes. we appreciate everybody, you know, telling your friends about it. Uh, continue to tell a friend to tell a friend, man. And we love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.